Positive heads out there, thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we are firmly convinced that creating success and happiness is rooted in understanding the ultimate nature of reality and the fact that as human beings, we are all immensely powerful fractals of the one and only source consciousness, which creates and animates all things. Now, of course, understanding this powerful truth is one thing. Applying this incredibly empowering wisdom to everyday life? Well, that's another. Which is exactly why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week. To help constantly remind you of what matters most. You are it. And I'm your host, Brandon Beecham. I'm the one who will be here with you each and every Wednesday interviewing a different consciousness change maker that is also out there working tirelessly to help catalyze change and expand awareness all across Spaceship Earth. On the other four weekdays, you can hear me discussing topics such as my favorite thought-provoking quotes, reading and discussing wisdom from empowering books, playing clips from various inspirational spiritual teachers, sharing a bit of mysterious news, taking questions from the audience, and essentially digging into any other mind-expansive topics that will help keep your soul fed by tuning you into positive vibrations on a consistent basis. Greetings, fellow positive heads. Welcome. <laughs> you see, look at that. I switched it up on you guys. You didn't expect that, did you? <laughs> welcome. Welcome to another episode. Happy to be here with you all. I am currently in beautiful Lake Tahoe and looking out my window and it's a snowstorm again. <laughs> had more snow up here than they've had in Looks like they're on track to break the record from going back to first recordings uh, of snowfall, like 1951 or something. So, uh, yeah, it is beautiful, though. It is uh, it is intense and beautiful and powerful and um, the perfect setting, the perfect scene for today's topic, uh, which I'm very excited to dig in with you all uh, on today before I do so. I would like to do what I do, read a review, got a review on iTunes, Uh, very grateful for that. Uh, As you guys know, I love getting reviews on iTunes, it helps us to reach new people, helps to fuel my fire to put this labor of love out to the world on an almost daily basis, five days a week. This uh, particular review is by Jason P. Punk, and Jason said, uh, Path Revealed. I found this podcast at truly my lowest point. I had lost my fiance in a manipulative way. I had lost my job and all meaning. I was surrounded by the many challenges of life and death, and I felt as if the downward spiral would never end. But I now choose to wake up every morning, embrace the pain and suffering, and choose happiness, gratitude, and service. The physical manifestation of my predicament has yet to change several months later, but there now exists a fundamental approach to move forward and feel good. The Positive Head podcast calls me back on my darkest days and reminds me that this contrast enables me to find the magic in the world. 
changes the way I feel, changes the way I think, and being a powerful creator creates a life I want for myself. Every day is a new beginning and start to try again and tell a better story. It was, if it was easy, we wouldn't have to do the work, but it is challenging. And so Brandon reminds us that we are human and will continue to have trials on our path to enlightenment. Thank you, Brandon, for helping me to draw. Thank you, Brandon, for helping to draw me to the light. Wow, what a powerful review. Uh, what a what a privilege and honor, Jason, to play a role in your story. And, um, you know, as you're saying here, um, your life is a work of art. You are the living um, art piece that you set out to um, paint, let's say, right? <laughs> to draw, to... Um, to imprint on 3D reality. It's this character, this, this Jason character that you, you know, that is, that has left this message. This is the embodiment of what you wanted. You wanted to go through the flame. You wanted to go through the, the hardship, the struggle. And, and as you're saying is like, even when it's challenging, even when I'm suffering and, and, and maybe even, you know, maybe it's not always happy to be suffering, but you can be at peace with it because you under you're understanding more. You're 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 expanding and understanding more of the predicament that you have created for yourself, right? And the beautiful thing is, just like you've created that predicament for yourself, you can create a different uh, a next chapter in the story of Jason P. Punk, <laughs> and uh, such an honor. And so um, I got to say, whenever I hear. Someone like Jason uh, review and in, in sort of like uh, feedback to me, you know, I can hear that he's getting it, that he's understanding that he, you know, has has uh, he's understanding. And to me, it's like it's like a, a proud parent feeling. Right. <laughs> because it's like this guy is getting it. He understands. It's not doesn't mean it's all roses from here and it's all fairy tales and, you know, butterflies. Um, you, Jason didn't want that, that painting. He didn't want that image. He didn't want that experience. He wanted to go through the flame and come out the, the, the Phoenix, right? Rise from the ashes. And that's exactly what you're hearing this story of. And it's such an honor, Jason, to play a role in your story. Thank you so much for, um, sharing. And, um, yeah, for those of you who haven't reviewed on iTunes, please do so. It's, um, inspiring to me, inspiring to those listening, helps us to reach new people, of course. And today I want to talk about uh, a little bit what Jason touched on is enlightenment and, and how, what a, what a tricky concept that is, right? And the striving, someone like myself who is so always been so driven to do more, to be more, to achieve more, to, you know, uh, never wanting to do anything and not do it like the greatest and grandest possible, you know? Uh, and I'm really, uh, publicly learning, uh, as we, as I share, you know, bits of myself, my own story on the show, I'm learning that this is, uh, somewhat trivial, right? To chase anything, uh, is, is a fool's errand. And I've done a lot of it. We all have done a lot of it. You know, what I would say is, um, drop the future completely, or as Osho would say, drop the future completely. You are, you are here. You have arrived. You are where you set out to be. Jason is where he set out to be. This is the story. What will be the next exciting, great chapter in this wild epic tale that is Jason's story? I don't know. It's unwritten. Let's see what he writes. 
right? He certainly has the tools to write uh, some some real uh, some real beautiful tales, to weave some beautiful tales. But at the end of the day, that's all it is. It, it's all just a tale. This, me doing this podcast, my own story, my own journey to self-awareness. It entails doing this and connecting with you all and sharing with you all and growing together and all the things that are happening. But even that is just a story that my soul wrote, right? That our soul, souls collectively wrote. Well, the one soul, it's just us, right? At the end of the day, it's all reflections here. It's all, it's all the same stuff. You are me and I am you. There's only one listener here. And, um, that always trips me out. I think about that quite often. You think of like a site like Facebook, you know, how, how big it is, this behemoth of all billions of people. There's one user on Facebook. <laughs> when everyone figures that out, then we'll be somewhere, right? But, you know, one of the things I was having a conversation with my brother last night about my own journey, our collective journey and, and working on uh, projects and, and goals and where to put my attention. One of the things that I've struggled a lot with um, is, you know, and you guys have heard me mention it, you know, how am I am I using my time efficiently as wisely as possible uh, is dividing it uh, to do this, that or the other. Am I spreading myself too thin? And this is something that I've, I've went back and forth about. And. Just learning to, you know, one something my brother said to me was like, look, I, you just have to learn to embrace, fully embrace the uncertainty in life and, and not knowing is okay. And how often do we all feel like not knowing is a problem, right? Embracing the uncertainty, that's, that embrace the wisdom of uncertainty, Deepak Chopra said, um, and of course, you know, we're having a lot of times people are fearful, right? When they don't know and there's chaos, you know, uh, all great changes are preceded by chaos. Uh, not sure who said it, but someone did. And I like it. <laughs> so um, I found a quote by Mark Batterson that said, embrace relational uncertainty. It's called romance. Embrace spiritual uncertainty. It's called mystery. Embrace occupational uncertainty. It's called destiny. Embrace emotional uncertainty. It's called joy. Embrace intellectual uncertainty. It's called revelation. I really like that. Mandy Hale said, trust the weight. Embrace the uncertainty. Enjoy the beauty of becoming. When nothing is certain, anything is possible. And uh, the truth is, nothing is certain always and anything is possible always. If we will just learn to drop the future Man, as someone who's always been so goal-oriented and ambitious, um, <laughs> hearing this clip that I'm going to share, I'm actually going to play a clip that I played a little over a year ago on the show um, because it's so powerful. It's from Osho. And uh, it's called, uh, title is Life Has No Goals, No Purpose. And um, I found this uh, on the Awakening Truth YouTube channel. Like I said, I played this uh, a little over a year ago, maybe you know, fourteen months or so ago on the show. Soon after we started doing the the daily shows, and um, I went back to it because it is something. As he even says at one point in this little talk, uh, that we circle time and time again, and we need to circle time and time again. A reminder, right? It's a daily conscious effort, and this is a big one for me, you guys. Like just learning to move into this place that he's talking about here. Notice, I want you to notice as you're listening and he's talking about uh, life having no goals and no purpose and how you can just sort of put it all down. Um, Notice the sense of relief that you feel. Notice how relieved you feel when you can just relax about, 
You mean I don't have to get it done or get it right or get there or get awakened or, you know, do this or do that or you don't have to do any of it. Life has no purpose in a good way. Uh, and uh, nothing matters Everything counts. <laughs> it counts, but it doesn't matter. And if you can just start shifting into that place of um, being, right? Uh, my initials are BBB. I often say, I think I was trying to tell myself something. <laughs> and, um, and my mother helped with that, of course. Um, but yeah, let's take a listen now. Life has no goals, no purpose. This is Osho. first question. You have said that there are no goals in life, no purpose, and yet we are all here with enlightenment as our goal. Please speak on this. If you are here with enlightenment as your goal, you cannot be here. Physically you may appear to be here, but you cannot be with me. The goal is in the future. I am here, and a mind which is goal-oriented is bound to be in the future. We will never meet. I know you are here to attain something. That's why you are missing it. I am here to persuade you to drop the very idea of attaining anything whatsoever. Enlightenment, moksha, nirvana, God included. If you drop this goal-oriented mind, and there is none other than goal-oriented mind, there is no other mind, if you drop it, you are enlightened. Enlightenment is not a search, it is a realization, it is not a goal, it is the very nature of life itself. As life is, it is enlightened. It needs nothing to be added, to be improved. Life is perfect. It is not moving from imperfection to perfection. It is moving from perfection to perfection. You are here to attain something that is functioning as a barrier. Drop that barrier. Just be here. Forget about any purpose. Life cannot have any purpose. Life is the purpose. <coughs> How it can have any other purpose? Otherwise you will be in an infinite regress then that purpose will have another purpose, then that another purpose will have another purpose. Life has no purpose. 
and that's why it is so beautiful. Hindus have called it Leela, a play. It is not even a game. Now in the West the word game has become very, very important. Hundreds of books have been published within two, three years with the title Game, The Master Game, The Ultimate Game, The Game People Play and so on and so forth. But there is a difference between game and play. Hindus have called it play, not game, because even a game has something as a purpose, a result to be attained, victory to be achieved, the opponent has to be conquered. Then a play becomes a game, then it becomes serious. Grown-ups play games, children only play. Just the very activity is enough unto itself. It has an intrinsic end. There is no goal added to it. Life is a lila. It is a play. And the moment you are ready to play, you are enlightened. Try to understand from some other dimension. You are already that which you are trying to be. The more you try, the more you will miss. You leave early first. You simply accept yourself. You just be that. Suddenly it is there. It has always been there. But you were seeking so seriously. That was the only cause of missing it. You are here to attain something, enlightenment, samadhi, satori or something. To me all those words are nonsense. Because they again give you a new line of desiring. They again open a door of desire. In the world you desire money, power, prestige. Then you get fed up with it. When you see the whole thing is just rubbish. Even if you get, you are defeated. If you don't get, you are defeated. Then you come to feel that this whole thing is nonsense. Now suddenly you start playing new games. Enlightenment, meditation, yoga, God, the other world, the other soul. Again, the mind is at ease. A new world of desires has opened. Now you will be after these goals. And money is not so elusive as meditation. This world at least is solid. That soul, that world, the other world is absolutely fantasy. Now you are in a deeper ditch than before. 
with the first you could realize that it is useless with the second now it will take millions of life to realize that this too is useless when one person comes to discover that all goals are useless with no exception all goals are useless then there is nothing to do one just has to be one relaxes and one relaxes so totally because there is nothing to do there is no tension suddenly your boundaries melt as is no melting in the morning sun with nothing to do you disappear the ego disappears with nothing to do nothing to be nothing to achieve who you will be the whole identity evaporates this is enlightenment then you start a totally different way of life you start being playful you start being alive moment to moment nowhere to go whatsoever the life gives you accept it with deep gratitude grace happens to you this is what i'll call to become a god the moment you start playing living in the moment you have become a god i am here to persuade you that you are already gods you may be here to become gods that's your trip i'm not concerned with it i know what i am here for just to persuade you to look at your own face once again to search within and not to go without searching for something which doesn't exist life is a purposeless play play of infinite forces beautiful if you don't have a achiever's mind ugly if you have ambition to become something to be something to do something relax drop the future completely only this moment exists and this moment is eternity and only this life is all that is there don't think of the other soul just the other day i was telling the chinese allegory the man returned from the middle of the river why he returned from the middle of the river because there is no other source this is the only source and why he started laughing because he suddenly realized he himself is the buddha whom he has been seeking zen masters teach to their disciples that meditating if you someday come across buddha kill him immediately don't despair a single moment 
kill him immediately. Otherwise, he will lead you astray. They are right. While you are meditating, Krishna comes with his flute. It's so beautiful. Again, you are dreaming. Again, you are caught in a dream and desire. And Jesus comes. And you are caught in the web of the mind. It is a spider's web. And then Buddha comes. And you forget yourself. The Zen master said, kill the Buddha immediately. Clear the, the way. Don't allow anybody else to be there. That is, don't allow any gold to be there. Just be total alone in your absolute purity. This is enlightenment. I should repeat because I know you will forget and forget and forget. You are already that which you are seeking. Let this will be the basic mantra. If you can understand this mantra, you have understood all. Give it a try. To goals you have been giving. Too many lives you have already given to them. Now try to live moment to moment as if there is no future. In the beginning it will be only as if. But by and by you will become aware that that as if is the only reality. In the beginning it may be just like acting. Soon you will realize that that acting is the only reality. You have come with a goal. But I won't allow you to remain with the goal. If you don't escape me, the goal is bound to drown. Just hang around a little more and the goal is bound to drown. Either I can be here with you or the goal. You have to choose. Oh, where to begin? I mean, so much wisdom there. How do you guys feel taking that in? Just sit with that for a moment. We're here. We've arrived. Congratulations. You've done it. You you made it. You you know, bring out the, um, what are the little things you zoot on New Year's? I don't know what they're called. I forget. <laughs> you can celebrate. Do a little dance wherever you are, in your car, in your room. You've made it. There's nowhere you have to go. There's nowhere you have to be. It's it's purposeless, and you have arrived uh, right on time. Uh, life is moving from perfection to perfection. Uh, life cannot have any purpose, he said. Life is the purpose. We've heard Alan Watts talk about this as well, and you know Osho is such a incredible teacher and he's one that was somewhat controversial he did all kinds of weird stuff you know he talked about losing the ego and then he had like 60 rolls royces he just tripped people out like he, i think you know my I, I don't know all i know what i do know about him is he was tapping into some serious wisdom uh, you just heard it here right i mean he he uh who knows why he was doing what he was doing i think i read something years ago on his deathbed he said you know you cannot 
ultimately kill the ego and uh, lose the ego. And, and why would you need to if life has no purpose, right? Um, he, you know, he talks about uh, life having no pur- purpose, which is why it's so beautiful. Uh, not e- it's not even a game. And I love how he described the difference between a game and play. Look at toddlers. Look at the joy, right? Uh, they're straight, fresh from you know, the other side still source, uh, there it's all written all over them. They're glowing, right? They're these beautiful angelic creatures. Well, most of the time, <laughs> all of the time, even when they're, they're living in the moment, right? They can be blissed out one second, angry the next. They're just fully in it. They're not thinking about the future. They're not thinking about the, the past. They're, they're playing, but they're not making rules, uh, to their play. They're just living in the moment, Games is what makes it so serious. Adults play games, he said. Children's only only play. Uh, of course, you, you, I instantly think of uh, the the quote by Jesus: "Lest you become like a child, you can't enter the kingdom of heaven." What was he talking about? I'm pretty sure I know what he was talking about. Um, the moment you're ready to play, you're enlightened. He said. Uh, you, you know, the most important lesson of this all: you're already what you're trying to be. Uh, the more you try, the more you miss, (laughs) you know, I talked about it, BBB, you know, I made an album, uh, years ago. And, uh, of course my B's are three B's try B right. And I even, that's what I called myself, uh, for that particular album, T R Y dash B E. What a great symbolism, right? And at that time in my life, I'm definitely trying really hard, trying to be something, trying to make something, trying to accomplish something. I've spent a lot of time, uh, you know, let's switch it from trying to be to T-R-I-B-E. We're a tribe. We're all one family and there's nowhere you got to go, right? Just be. The more you try, the more you miss. Um, If you get, and he talks about even with uh, success, external success, if you get, if you achieve, you're defeated, If you don't, you're defeated because if you get something, you're going to realize it wasn't there, what you were seeking. All goals are useless with no exception, he said. Once you realize all goals are useless, there's nothing to do, just be. Then boundaries melt, uh, ego disappears, uh, one just has to be. And, uh, and now one can relax, right? Right. How relaxed are you that, you know, there's nowhere to go, nothing to do. You're floating in an eternal, in eternity right now. There's, there's, this is it. The whole purpose is to do this, to be right where you are. Um, he said, you become boundless, like snow melting in the morning sun. As I watch, I look outside and it's like this storm, but yet the sun is out. It seems somehow, uh, appropriate, synchronistical, right? Uh, and I love how he says, I'm here to persuade you to look at your own face once again. And that's what we're talking about here. That's what I'm doing. I'm looking at my own face. You're looking, I'm helping you to look at your own face. Uh, you're helping me to look at my own face through this, uh, this venture. Playfulness and grace happen to you uh, once you start being playful. You know, you're alive. You're actually alive moment to moment because there's nowhere to go, nothing to do. You're just like that toddler again. You've become like a child. I'm just here. I don't need to do anything. I don't care what happens. I'm just going to bring uh, awareness and joy in, in how do I how do I serve and how do I uh, make this moment come become the most alive? I've got to do this grueling task. Great. I'm going to do it with such vigor and joy and love. It's going to transmute the whole experience into a totally different type of experience. Have you ever tried that? Those of you out there doing things that you don't want to do and how the drudgery of it, try it a different way. 
Well, don't try it. Do it a different way, right? (laughs) Very careful with that word, try. Do it. Be at peace. Be in joy while you're doing it. Drum up the vibration that is has nothing to do with the external circumstance. You've now become a god in the moment you do that and you start playing and you're living in the moment. Life is a purposeless play. You're here to play. Uh, he talked about, you know, life is beautiful if you don't have an achiever's mind. Um, ugly if you have ambition to become something. <laughs> I can think of uh, certainly my own ambitions and how they've made me ugly at times in, in my past. I can think of past business partners that are extremely ambitious and the ugliness that it brought out in them. Um, drop all that nonsense. You're chasing, you're shadow boxing, you're chasing a, a ghost. It doesn't, you're, you can't catch it. Relax in this eternal moment. It's the only thing that any of us can do. You know, he talked about killing the Buddha. Zen, Zen teaches if they appear during meditation, if Buddha should appear, if Jesus should appear, if Krishna should appear, you know, and all these uh, sort of exciting, you know, playing the flutes he talked about and all those uh, wonderful ideas. And you, you think of these illuminated beings and what it would be like to be in their presence. And it's like, you know, go beyond that. You know, don't get, cause that can, that can trip you up. Now you get fixated on that. Now I need to worship Jesus or I need to worship the, you know, uh, Krishna, or I need to do this thing in order to get back to, you don't have to get back. There is no vehicle to what you are. You are the Buddha that you've been seeking. If you understand this, he said, if you have found it all, uh, try to live as if there is no future because there is no future. There's only now you'll never get there. You know, show me your past. You can tell me stories. You can't prove it. You can't really show it to me. You can show me a video. I don't, it's not here. It's not real. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a ghost, right? It's, it's, it's this weird, uh, image of something that is no, no more. And that's what makes it beautiful because in that moment it was unique and precious and divine and all the, you know, unlike any moment that ever had been before it or ever will be again. Same with your future. Show it to me. It's never going to show up like you imagine. It doesn't exist. It's only now. And uh, moving back into that now, time and time again, we're going to fall out of the vortex, right? And into thought of past, longing for the past or dreaming of the future. And that's okay. That's part of the goal. You know, part of the, part of the journey rather is to, um, experience that falling in and falling out. But what are we doing now? We're all like, as we, as we do this, as you listen, you're slipping right into the spot, the sweet spot where everything circles around you. You are like the, you are the calm in the center of the storm. You are the eye of the storm. When you understand this, when you're living fully in the moment, are you relaxed? Are you relaxed about, are you thinking about what you've got to do and achieve and become to, to somehow, uh, I, um, you know, validate yourself, uh, to feel like you're accomplished. Well, what about my neighbor? How does look at him and look at his, his car or look at his job or his wife or his husband, her husband or his husband, or, you know, all these comparisons constantly look at social media. It's so much of that nonsense, right? You don't have to be anything, other than exactly what you are, where you are. You are perfectly on target, on time. And if you can move into that understanding, you have, there's nothing else to do than play. There's nothing to do. What what do you do when everything is provided for? Everything is handled. There is no figuring out necessary, right? What do you do? You play. There's nothing else. 
And that's, that's what we're moving into. We're becoming like children and that is happiness. And, um, on that note, I'm going to leave you with a song by an artist that I love, John Z. And this is John Z and Alex called happiness. And I'm so happy to have shared this experience with you all. Thank you for being, thank you for blessing my journey with your support and love. And, uh, until next time journey well.